and Kat. And I'm Allie. And we're the Wednesday Girls. Hello. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. This is weird. I know. We're recording across screens for the first time because you're in a a different city than me. Yes, it is true. We're recording remotely for the first time ever. So we're looking at each other through Zoom. Zoom. And not, and not in real life. And it's, I hate it. I hate it too. But yeah, anyways, welcome to the Wednesday Girls podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Al. And thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Psyched that you're here for episode 13. Episode 13. Lucky 13. We got into the double digits and now for some reason it feels impossible to keep track of where <laughs> which one we're on. I have made so many spelling errors by keep putting in the wrong episode number into everything we've put out on so socials or posting and yeah my apologies it is hard it's okay how's your week um it's been okay i've had a bit of a cold i'm getting over and mm-hmm. i'm also about to get my tonsils out so oh. slightly stressed I've heard some not so great stories from people about how badly this is about to hurt. Um, one person told me they'd rather give birth again. Someone oh, told me they broke their femur and they would rather that than getting their tonsils out. Someone Fuck. told me they were meant to get their tonsils out, but then the ENT who does the surgery got it done themselves and then talked them out of it, talked their own patient out of doing the surgery. Oh, God. So... Yeah, I've been living in this like small little world of fear. I just, I don't know if you can, you probably couldn't hear it, but I just swallowed like very loudly. I just like gulped like they do in the cartoons, just thinking about my own tonsils. I probably won't be able to do that for a week. No, I was just going to say gulp as much as you can. Take advantage now. Uh, uh, Yeah. Ow. I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I know anybody who has had that done, but I mean, I'm just going to ask you some dumb questions about it. Do you get sick a lot? Like, do you get like strep or like infections like that? Like, why would they take someone's tonsils out? Yeah, no. So they don't like to do it for adults unless it's absolutely necessary. Um, So I did start getting sore throats. It was in 2019. I remember this really specifically. Mm -hmm. I (laughs) had been dating a guy at the time. And anytime we like made out or something, it would get really bad. And so at first I was like, I must be getting an STI from this person because it's Mm. whenever we're swapping fluids. Um, So uh, the first time it happened, I went to the hospital because it really hurt. And then they gave me... They did like a rapid strep test at the at the hospital. And they're like, yeah, you have strep. And then they put me on penicillin for 10 days. Mm-hmm. It turned out I didn't actually have strep, which they're not supposed to put you on penicillin. And then that happened like three more times that I had to go to emergency. And like, as I like to say, I think I have a pretty high pain tolerance, but it was brutal. But anyways, because all those tests kept coming back negative and weren't actually 
uh, strep, I then was like, okay, like something else is going on. So I remember I went to this walking clinic and was like convinced that I must have some sort of like STI or infection. Sure. Yeah. So the doctor did this like whole workup, tested me for everything. And I remember like he sent me away with a lab, um, like requisition sheet to go get blood work and everything done. And then I looked at the sheet and then he put on the reason for the test. He put anxiety. <laughs> so I, was like, I don't think this is what's causing this. And I was like, oh, no. it is, it is. And he was like, okay. So then I did all the things and he called me and he was like, yeah, no, that wasn't it. And then and I, after a while, cause then it kept happening. I realized if I was like sharing a drink with someone or anything, it was just my, tonsils my immune system were getting so sensitive if somebody else was sick so it was just triggering it um yeah and then I basically started this very long process of going to my doctor and getting approved for the surgery and then um some of the other like reasons they're doing it have to do with like some other underlying like health issues but mm-hmm. long term it should hopefully stop the number of sore throats I'm getting like I can still get one in the future but yeah. hopefully it's not every single month um so yeah Yeah, it'll be worth in the long run I think yeah I I think so too I'm thinking positively on your behalf I think (laughs) yeah because I've I've had strep throat before and it's it's horrible I couldn't imagine getting a sore throat like that more frequently than like twice in my life you know yeah I mean it's not quite as bad as it used to be just because I think I have so much scar tissue built up but Mm -hmm. the fact that it happens so often still is like unpleasant but me okay serious (laughs) follow-up question I'm on TikTok and I'm disgusting and I get a lot of (laughs) stuff come through my for you page that is like um pimple popping and ingrown hair removal like things like that like have you ever seen the Dr. Pimple Popper show I think it's yeah. on TLC, but it started on YouTube. Mm-hmm. She's she's incredible. Oh, One of my like celebrity heroes, Dr. Pimple Popper. But sometimes I've seen videos of like tonsil stone removal. And it's disgusting and so gross. And I like it a lot. And I am well, not sure what's wrong with me. Uh- <laughs> so grossed out right now um i was gonna say look it up but maybe don't let's wait till after your tonsils are out i and you're know healed and then I, we will go on a, a tonsil stone deep dive together i know what you're talking about because when this all started happening i did i basically web md'd and then just went down this massive road of Ugh. self-diagnosis i don't get tonsil stones which like, man, I guess what you're trying to picture is basically your tonsils start to kind of look like a sponge and then literally these like harder calcified, I don't even know what's in them come out of that area that I don't have, like, thank goodness, but Uh we should put a freaking warning on this episode now because I'm so grossed out. Send me a DM if you have good pimple popping accounts that I should follow on TikTok or YouTube. I'm, I'm open. You know what? I'm gross and I know it and I'm just just like choosing to be very proud of this weird thing that I like I'm so unhappy right now I'm so sorry I'm I'm so sorry okay um (laughs) anyway (laughs) how's how's Vancouver how is it going out there you've been out there like a week or so not even a week yet um I miss Um, you thank you yeah I miss you too big time um yeah I'm hanging out with the fella 
the Sorry, fella, the fella, the fella. We've decided that that will be his name. So in case you missed it, I am currently in a long distance relationship with someone we're going to call the fella. I was introduced to him by some friends in the spring and we've been hanging out and it's going really, really well. Um, I live in Calgary. He lives in Vancouver. We've decided to try some sort of long distance situation and honestly, so far, so good. I think the longest that we've been apart since we kind of started talking, it maybe was like a month, like four or five weeks, I think. So that that's that's pretty good. Yeah. And we kind of decided early on that we would just commit to going back and forth and, you know, make it happen. We're fortunate that, you know, Vancouver to Calgary, it's a relatively inexpensive flight. It's pretty fast as well. It's just uh, an hour and five minutes. I think. And um if you have the, the tailwind. If you've got the the tailwind coming off of the prairies or wherever it comes from. I have no idea. Um I'm on pimple popping TikTok. Okay, not aviation TikTok. And uh yeah, and it's only an hour time difference. We were talking um a couple episodes ago about really long distance relationships like across continents and how much more challenging that would be, but um, yeah, it's it, it's going well so far, and I've been out here for four or five days, and I actually don't have a return ticket. So the plan is to just kind of stay for as long as we can both tolerate each other. I think. Yeah, I like that. I think you guys have really good communication, and I'm Thanks. only I'm ninety eight percent happy for you, and about two percent annoyed at the fella because you are in a different province, and I feel like he's really taking up a lot of my time with you. <laughs> But other than that, I'm happy, I guess. <laughs> I'm happy, I guess. <laughs> I I get that. Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm 2% annoyed at him too. Like, why do you have to be living far away? Why couldn't it just be that you're in the same city as me? But you know what? It, it really does kind of feel like, and I've said it before, it, it mostly is just kind of like a little inconvenience because yeah. everything else feels really, really good. So it's it's not it's not a deal breaker. Well, I mean, but do you think compared to other relationships you've had, is this would is the communication better in this relationship? Because it kind of has to be. I I do think that our, our communication is is definitely better. Yeah, to an extent, it, it kind of had to be. Like once we spent a little bit of time together and decided that you know, we wanted to see where it was going to go. We sort of had to rely on, um, you know, texting, FaceTiming, phone calls, things like that, because we couldn't very easily see each other. Um, mm -hmm. He jokes sometimes that there was like a love is blind kind of element. Like, I mean, we knew what the other looked like, of course, and we had a little bit of background on each other, given that we were set up by mutual friends. But a lot of those early conversations where we were getting to know each other, that was just on the phone. And without even really planning to, we kind of fell into this routine of like chatting on the phone, sometimes for like a few hours every night, like before going to sleep. And then we always have kind of been consistently planning the next time that we were going to hang out. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to a friend of the podcast that sent us an awesome voice memo on our Instagram uh, yeah. at the Wednesday Girls Pod. So please feel free if you feel so inclined um, to send us a note there. He was saying that he has experience with a long distance relationship. And for him and his partner, that was kind of the key to just always sort of 
have at least a loose plan to hang out again so that you in person so that you kind of have something to look forward to. Um, and then you can sort of intentionally like spend that time together and, and, and make sure that it's, that it's really special. So that's kind of what we've been doing. And yeah, I think back to your question, I think communication is, is, is key. And I think we, we were kind of forced is not the word I want to use, but it's what's coming to mind, but forced to sort of establish that communication pretty early on. Yeah. Like you both have to want to do that. Yeah. That message sent in was really great. I mm-hmm. think what the point you're talking about was the, um, the listener, he said that before you separate again, so while you're in Vancouver, you need to make your next plan of when you're going to see each other and not mm-hmm. just leave that open-ended. And that was one of the keys. Um, yeah, that was a great voice message. I loved it. Cause it started off being like, Hey, Wednesday girls, and then it went really heavy into advice for Allie. And I just sat there being like, maybe I'll come back up again. I didn't. That's okay. Um, says a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it. Love it. Love it. Um, and then really important follow-up question to everything you just said. Uh, is the fella a Love is Blind fan? Does he watch the show? Oh, I actually don't. Maybe a season. Maybe he has seen one. Okay. Ugh, he like spends his time outside. Ugh, okay well it's our he's, thing anyways he's not so. like a weird creature like us <laughs> but you know what i bet if i said to him listen we're gonna watch this because i think the season five i think that's coming out soon no i got kicked off my parents netflix so oh, i actually no. i know i know netflix finally like got on to me so i haven't been able to get into netflix at home for a little while but I think season five is like coming out imminently. So maybe we'll get him to, we'll get the fella to watch and um, he can give us his kind of perspective on it because you and I are yeah. obsessed and maybe, uh, we'll be watching for sure. Maybe we can time it where we watch it the exact same time and we can mm-hmm. all have a little group chat I love and it. he can be in the group chat as we all watch it together and go yeah. through it. Okay. That's he would be plan. smitten by that. I think he would love that. It's a pretty big honor, so <laughs> right. A Wednesday girls plus the fella group chat. Yeah. Um, another Don't thing. It up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, this is the test, and today we're gonna get into talking about some like dating journey, kind of like milestone type things, and that like entering a group chat with friends is not officially a milestone, but it should be. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I zoned out. I know. I watched it happen. I'm like, she's just staring. Now I, I see your phone in your hand. Catherine. Question. And then I was like, shit, I don't have my Instagram ready for that question. And then I thought <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm back to listening. Um, before we do milestones, do we want to do a quick homework recap? And then we'll do we'll get into that. Please. Okay. So we each had homework. My homework was to look up a hat company for singles and yours was to look up a Facebook group. I can't remember what it's called. So why don't you explain yours first? Sure. So in the in the last episode, um, Kat was uh, finishing some homework where um, you had to go through the your like hinge archive. So all the conversations, all the matches that had kind of like died out or whatever, like you were still matched, but you weren't really talking. Your challenge was mm-hmm. to go in and reinitiate some of those conversations i I think you said 
Oh yeah, you didn't like it wasn't I mean, for me watching it was interesting, but I don't know that you loved it. Let's just sidebar quick. You had started, I think, like 10 conversations. Mm-hmm. You had heard back from one mm-hmm. last week when we chatted. Any any other movement on the other nine? No. Um, okay. I let that one respond die. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard from any of the nine and I've also let all my other ones kind of die off. Uh, so kind of fell lately. I think knowing that I'm about to get my tonsils all out and then kind of be out of commission for a couple of weeks has me being like, what's the point? I'll fire it back up when I'm able to gulp again. Oh, that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think it was weird until you said that it was weird and it was incredible. <laughs> Anyways, talk about your Facebook group. <laughs> until I can gulp again anyway so I so we're we're, we're discussing Kat's homework and um, I shared that I am part of a Facebook group called vouched dating I feel like such a dinosaur talking about Facebook but it's a a group for people based in like the Calgary area and it's essentially it's kind of like uh, you likened it to like a personal ad kind of thing on like yeah, when you explained it to me, I yeah. was like, this sounds like a sad, I'm taking out an ad in the newspaper asking mm-hmm. people to date me. But then you did show it to me because it's private. You have to be invite only. Right. Um, so Ali just showed it to me like in person. I'm not in the group. And it was it was kind of actually really sweet. Like yeah. I was I was judging real hard. And then we got into it and we read some of the posts and it was these people like genuinely caring about their family and friends and, you know, writing these really beautiful bios about people. And then a lot of the people commenting on it being like, oh, I, I love blue eyes or I love people who dress like this or this or whatever. Like I'm going to DM you for details. And yeah, it was, it was much more wholesome than I thought. So yeah. Sorry I likened it to like a Craigslist ad, but No, that's okay. I I think I I I don't know that you need to apologize for that cuz I think that's kind of what it is. So it's you can join the group and then on the wall or like the thread or whatever, you can put up a little post about yourself. Like, "Hey, this is who I am. This is kind of like what I'm into. This is what I'm looking for." And then other people in the group can choose to like DM you if they know somebody that you might be a good match with. Or um, someone in the group can kind of put up an ad for someone that they know as well. And then other group members can DM and say, oh, that person looks really interesting. Like, can we chat a little bit? And would could you like set us up, basically? And my homework was actually to find out if there were like any success stories. I was I, I scrolled pretty far back and couldn't see like cannot confirm or deny that like there's somebody out there that's in a relationship because of this vouch dating group. Ooh, you're going to fail your homework. And oh, now no. we put, I know we put polls on our Instagram now for people to give us homework markings. But if it so doesn't, if it doesn't exist, if the limit does not exist, how that is not your decision. It is the listener's decision. <gasps> they can go do the poll on our Friday when we, we put it out there. Maybe they're more forgiving. I mean, okay. I didn't say you failed. We just don't well, get to decide that anymore. Well, 
let me then then consider this extra credit. I did flag a couple of the posts that I thought were like particularly like kind of interesting or sweet to like give you an example. So obviously I'm not going to use names here or anything, but um, some we'll call her Sarah. Um, she has written here like, hi, I'm Sarah. This is my age. This is my height. Um, she talks about like how she has like a kind of like side hustle and a full-time job and is trying to challenge herself to kind of take the leap and like get her name out there more. She talks about the things that she likes, um, says some really beautiful things about her family and friends. She says, dating apps are just not it these days, gives an age range and um, talks about like music that she loves. And then there's some really cute pictures of her and it's like really sweet. So it's kind of a lot of the same things that would be on Hinge profile, but the audience is just, I don't know, it, it just feels more personal somehow how many how many people are in this facebook group like oh my god there's 3.4 k so almost 3500 people (laughs) i just had to think what that meant 3.4 k well that's how it's like written and i was like i can't compute 3400 correct (laughs) got it i'm not not that bad at math. That's pretty decent amount. And I don't know what the population of our city is. I 1.2 million, 3 million. And again, that's like the whole population. So we got to cut out quite a few, whatever, mm-hmm. but that's like a decent number. Yeah. And there's another one. I'm looking for a good match for my little brother. He's been single for a little while. I'd like to help him find a high quality woman to add to his life. Yes, I am being the annoying big sister and vetting slash interviewing for him. So that's kind of sweet. And there's pictures and it even says in it, this is such an awkward post, LOL. But please feel free to comment or send me a DM. He's a great catch. And if you're a good human, I'd love to set you up. Oh, that's so beautiful. My yeah, sisters it, don't do shit. Right, <laughs> right. It's 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 really cute. It's honestly, and like, like I said, my reaction was the same as yours when I saw it. I was like, what? kind of shit is this like it's gonna be awkward or like bizarre but it's honestly really sweet and the comments that are in here are really cute as well like people being like oh my gosh he's so cute like oh he's a little like he's a little young for me but I, like I might know somebody else like yeah it, it's just like the very comments supportive yeah yeah the comments were really nice see I don't know if I'm brave enough to do that, which sounds really stupid because we have a podcast where we talk about ourselves and we have, I have had freaking dating profiles for years, but I don't know why the thought of putting myself into like a Facebook group is just that much more unsettling. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> with, with Hinge it's uh, and dating apps, it's, yeah, it, it's you, but it almost, it's, uh, yeah, you, it's your profile, but it feels almost like anonymous kind of yeah Whereas you're not this feels like more intimate somehow and I guess the payoff is that you know yeah you get like the comments and like in the Facebook group it's like this very like kind of supportive it's it's this bigger scarier thing but it's like you 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 know you might get comments and more kind of like personal kind of like connection whether that's just strangers coming at you with suggestions or or, or like whatever but then hinge is just like Cause yeah, it's like, what's the worst that can happen on hinge. They just like swipe past you. You'll never know, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's cause also like I, we were that generation of Facebook users who used to 
just post our random thoughts and have yes. open conversations back and forth on each other's walls back in the oh day. God. And maybe it's just, <laughs> just know there's so much more to discover about me on Facebook. Remember on like after a weekend, like I would fully just upload from my like little digital camera because my phone wouldn't have had a camera yet. Um, I literally just upload like 200 pictures and just put them oh. all not editing them, not even checking to see if there are duplicates or some that are blurry, nothing. Just putting blurry red eyes, like wearing, you know, that was we that was some pretty bad makeup and three oh, yeah. layers of tank tops back in the day, you know, sticking your yes. tongue out, just wasted, whatever. I'm so cool posting all yeah. of those things, not giving a shit what I look like. Yeah. Like Instagram is artsy and like stylish now for the most part. Like you think of like an influencer's Instagram feed. Yeah. But that's also why I hate Instagram because it's so fake at the same time. That's true. I I guess there's something to be said for like authenticity. Maybe it's a little bit more authentic on Facebook if it's just like, oh, here's literally a dump from my entire (laughs) SD card. Good times. Cool. Okay. So my homework um, was based around a hat um, I explained last episode, there was this local company in Calgary, I don't know how many years ago, five, we'll say five years ago, who started these chains of hats and they're called Nice Hat. Like that's it. Nice Hat Clothing Company. And my mom had heard about them on a local news channel and called me and was like, Catherine, you should go get one of these hats it's a way for if you're wearing it, you you signal other singles and then you can say to them, nice hat. And that's a that's an opening. And she was just like really jazzed for me. So in a moment of weakness, I bought this hat, which I've posted a picture on our Instagram of me and my hats. Yeah, dug up this toque, toque, beanie, what we call it. But literally it says nice toque on it. And then I did, I went and found their Instagram and it's called Hey Nice Hat. And I started following them on the Wednesday Girls but they haven't done any posts since November of 2022. So it's almost been a year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're really like super kicking hard anymore. But I went to go like read their story of how it was founded. And I instantly just started laughing because the first sentence is, it all started on a hike. <laughs> Allie hates this. I just hate everything about that. And then says dot, dot, dot. And per usual, we were outdoors doing what we love, but something was missing. And then it goes on to talking about like how you can organically meet people. Like how can you say hi at the grocery store? Like how is it socially acceptable to approach a woman um, on a hike? Uh, Which is a very valid question because Mm -hmm. I've heard some very creepy stories from female friends on hikes of people that approached them and it was no bueno yeah so like that was their intention behind it but I don't know if they're actually still doing anything because like I said they haven't done any posts so I I did do my homework I would like to say Mm -hmm. but I I just don't know I I don't know if maybe the company's just not doing much is is it like a non-profit no no, I think it's like a local for-profit. Yeah, I don't know if you could have a non-profit of matchmaking. <laughs> I was just going to say, do we have a, should we start a Wednesday Girls Foundation? Yeah, we already are non-profit, so. Yeah, that's true. 
in that we do not make a profit, I guess. So, but we don't Fucking help sponsorships really. need to really come through. Help anyone? I know, I know. Nice so hat wants to sponsor um, us. Yeah, really. If they want to come back from from the dead, we are available for sponsorship. Okay, one thing I want to say on that. The okay, the hiking thing. Oh, this is a sidebar. I so I was looking up larches. We were talking a little bit about larches a couple episodes ago. I, or as Allie originally called them, lurches. Oh yeah, lurches. I just because I don't because it's a tree. I don't know. I don't like going outside. So I didn't know. Okay, I looked into it, and actually, a friend uh, of ours did message in on our Instagram DMs, uh, recommending like an easy hike that we could go do to go look at the larches. And to that person, yeah. I would say, please do not encourage cat. Because I do not want to go out into the woods and look at dead trees. Larches, they're, they're, They're you know why they're yellow? Because their leaves are dying and falling off. You're just going to look at decay. Okay, back up. It's their pine needles that are turning yellow. It's like seeing, it's like seeing a bunch of golden Christmas trees, Allie. It's beautiful. It's watching death on a mountain. (laughs) And I'm weird for looking at tonsil stones on TikTok. Y'all are nuts. I'll watch a tonsil stone video if you go on a hike. Ooh. Okay, the hike's going to take up a lot of minutes. A lot more minutes I'm than I'm not watching TikTok. like a fucking documentary over here. I'm going to find a tonsil stone removal compilation for you to watch. Fine. Best of tonsil stone removal deal legally blinding binding okay okay great okay but we have to go soon so get your ass back here because those needles are dying because the trees are have an expiration date because it's literally just dead fucking trees in the bushes they're just having a little snooze they come back zombie trees (laughs) ghost ghost trees anyways oh nice hat nice hat. okay yeah so we oh yeah we think it's defunct now, maybe. How many followers do they have? 1,400. 1.4K. 1.4K? <laughs> yeah, 1,400. Almost 1,500. Okay. We I, mean, I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay. Amy, so we did have a listener send in um, some comments based on my homework from the last episode, which was mm-hmm. going back to those archived messages and hitting things back up. Allie, do you want to share what they said? Because it was a lot to read. Yeah. <laughs> and we and know maybe- that you, yeah, you zone out uh, when you have to do a lot of reading. That's okay. It's okay. Th- this person, uh, he just says um, that he wanted to share with us that revisiting on the apps, like revisiting your historical mat- matches. I just malfunctioned there. I don't know what that was. Uh, <laughs> revisiting old matches on the apps can work and is worth trying. So you haven't had a lot of success, Kat, but this person says that he has, and he sent us screenshots from Hinge of this conversation. It looks like this guy matched with someone on March 9th. They matched, but like there's no chatting, like nothing started. But then on April 17th, so what, like six weeks later, she just writes, I took a Hinge break. Are you still single? We should grab a drink. I love that. Oh, I do like, like that. Like that's so easy. Remember we were talking 
about could there be like a blanket message that you could kind of send out to a lot of different people? I mean, yeah, that is better than me saying how it was the last two years. It probably also helps. It was a six week window, but yeah, a six week gap instead of a two year gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make some notes right now. So yeah. And then there's, um, thank you so much to this listener for sending in screenshots. This is so cool. These two people ended up going on a couple of different dates. And I thought this was interesting. He says he initially like really liked her and was very optimistic for their second date. She was extremely sweet and very nice, but there was just something in his gut. Does this sound familiar, Kat? That just... (laughs) kind of told him like she's not she's not for me and he even makes it sound like he couldn't even really put his finger on it he was really excited about her but something about that second date he just kind of listened to his intuition which was telling him that it wasn't a match and then they mutually ghosted each other so kind of best case scenario yeah that's interesting Mm -hmm. or should they have just ghosted from the beginning like they had but no i'm kidding double ghost yeah i mean kudos to listening to your gut i'm all for that um but no that's awesome thank you for sending that in and then also way to just go with your intuition about it yeah and and not not forcing it because last time last episode you were telling us about plans you had to go on a date and you're just like we're not feeling it and then you ended up having ginger snaps in the tub instead oh yeah that was a good time see yeah any any regrets I just regret that I don't have any ginger snaps in this current moment. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Eat a bunch before your surgery. And then I'm just on to popsicles, which isn't that bad. So my mom, I'm going to go stay with her after the surgery for a couple days because she's a little bit stressed. Uh, She's been calling me and been like, what's your favorite type of jello? I'm setting up the guest room. Where do you want the bed situated? I'm like... (laughs) Oh my so goodness. Like she's been very sweet. Um, but then she called me and was telling me how she was going to make me healthy popsicles. Mm. And I was like, well, did I get uh, like any rockets or anything? Like any of the cool flavors? And she was like, well, are you going to want those? They're pretty sugary. And I was like, well, I don't know if I can only eat popsicles. Like, can I have some fun flavors? And yeah, my plan is just to try out as many popsicles as I can. So I will report back on that. Please. with my favorite popsicles that's easy homework i like that and i well, mean yeah like who's who's out there eating popsicles for health i i, I kind of thought the basis of the popsicles appeal was that it was sugary and delicious well she yeah. was talking about how she was gonna blend a banana and then freeze it into a popsicle for me oh boy that is so sweet i love it i i, I do have to say however like a healthy popsicle that's like healthy breakfast cereal no one eats cereal because it's healthy like don't buy raisin bran <laughs> shut up Alex. do you I love, love raisin, raisin bran we talked about this on the last episode oh right <laughs> and it's not that healthy because those things are covered in sugar yeah that's true actually i'd probably fuck up some raisin bran but like it's it's tis the season for count chocula do you know that one? Oh, that's too that's too sweet for me. Don't really like sugary cereals anymore. Then, like that's- all, all cereal is sugary for the most part. No one eats breakfast cereal because of the nutritional value. I don't know. Is porridge a cereal? I kind of like porridge. That's like oatmeal. 
That's different. Yeah, like, like different Goldilocks over here. I have an entire passionate rant about Count Chocula that we can reserve for another time. I just, we just got to get to the hard hitting stuff here. All right. Now let's shift away from our homework and talk about milestones. So we kind of chose today's topic because there was this interesting article published. It was on CNN. I think I saw it on Forbes. It was on a number of places. The headline is, after 2023 wraps up, get ready for a spike in marriage proposals. Uh, so expect plenty more champagne corks to pop in 2024 because engagements are expected to pick up steam after a pandemic triggered drop off. So Signet Jewelers, which is, I guess, the largest jewelry company in the United States, noted that they had a like dent in their engagement ring sales during the pandemic, which is kind of what you would expect. I think we all know that divorce lawyers saw a spike during that time. Right. Because the trend is, is that there is an engagement gap since couples get engaged on average about 3.25 years after they begin dating. So we haven't seen a ton of that happening. About 2.8 million couples on average get engaged every year in the United States. Um, and last year, that number slipped down to 25 yeah, then it continued to go down in 2023, and they're now expecting it to jump up to 2.5 in 2024. So in the pandemic, a bunch of relationships ended or like never started because everyone was at home. So yeah. that's like the drop in engagement, engagements yeah. and well, ring sales probably. And yes. then because there's that 3.25 average years before people get married, so- Oh, oh yeah. So now couples are starting to get engaged because any, any relationship that kind of started pandemic era, maybe now those, those folks are thinking about marriage. Yeah. So 2024 is going to be the spike year. Okay. But one of the things, and this is what Signet Jeweler says they're confident about is based on their 45 proprietary milestones that we track um, so, okay, this was freaking impossible to find their actual 45 milestones because I was like, I want to go through this list. So if someone finds this freaking list of 45, please send them to us. But we have yeah. some other milestones we're going to chat about today. But like a few examples of that were, you know, a milestone as a couple could be going to a concert and obviously that wasn't happening during COVID or going on a trip and you weren't doing that as a couple during COVID. Mm. So now that the world's open back up, as we like to say it, people are able to kind of start to knock off these 45 milestones. And as you get closer to that number of how many milestones, I think it's if you get to 25 or 30 of those milestones, then statistically you're more likely to move it to engagement as a couple. I just think the one thing that was really interesting from it was, yes, it signifies a time period, but it really, the the basis of their evidence is around the milestones themselves mm -hmm. and how many milestones you've checked off as a couple. So interesting. Yeah. And we could not find this list of 45 miles. We searched high and low. I clicked on so many links. If this was like 2003, I'd have a virus on my computer. Oh, 100%. So many unsafe links. But we did find some other milestone lists that we thought were kind of interesting. And we would go over um, what other what other news articles or things like that were, were significant benchmarks in a relationship. I found one from 
The website is called The Tab, um, thetab.com. Here is every single relationship milestone you should be reaching. Um, It was written eight years ago, but updated seven months ago. So maybe they're changing it up. Who knows? But anyway, they posted this flow chart that was created originally by the dating website Match.com. And actually, if you read the article, it's it's pretty fun. I think they're kind of um, making fun of the Match.com milestone, oh, which okay. I think we will be too, because some of these, like to me, seem crazy a little bit, but we can talk about them. Okay, like what? I need to hear some of these. Okay, so your dating journey milestones. Within like the first two weeks, it says you should go on your first date. That's milestone number one. Milestone number two, kiss for the first time. And like, it just says immediately after that. Like Like just, you should just kiss immediately. And then you've knocked off that milestone. Okay. Um, But then you should wait two weeks before you hold hands for the first time. Oh, <laughs> like seems weird to me. On your back, if you're gonna kiss me, <laughs> and then after you've held hands for the first time, you're ready to sleep together, but not stay the night. No sleepovers. You just what? bump uglies, but then you go home. That's so like we have sex, and then I kick Please. you out of my bed, or or you kick me out of your bed, and I'm supposed to be like not read into that. I'm sorry. Who's yeah. <laughs> And that's, that's the first, that's the first two weeks. So that's your dating journey milestones. That's the first, for first 14 days, those things all have to happen. Oh, um, matchmaker Maria would not approve of this. Cause if you remember, you're not allowed to sleep with each other until you've had 12 dates. So on your yeah. thir- baker's dozen, the 13th date, you're allowed that's to sleep right. together. That's great. So you have to hang out every day, basically and go on multiple dates. Okay. Crazy. Um, yeah. Then the next, there, there's other weird ones here. So within a month, another milestone. I'm not even making this shit up. Get undressed with the lights off. Well, what am I doing if we're in your bed at two weeks, but I'm not allowed to sleep over? Lights on. <laughs> Take off. Right. <laughs> what? And like, and and now that I'm I'm looking at it, nowhere does it say, like, have us like stay stay the night at their house. I hate this. Which is so okay, weird. What? Oh my God. Okay. So then another, so also within a month, you should introduce them to your best friend. Um, then we're into within six months. Okay. Specifically 98 days in, you should let your partner see you without any makeup on, but only 98 days in. Cause you're not having sleepovers probably. 98 days. You think I'm putting makeup on my face and having nice hair and shit for 98 days. I'm not putting an effort every time I see you for 98 days. You know, if I was capable of all that, I'd be like a freaking international spy or some shit. That's seriously, seriously. Yeah. You can call each other boyfriend, girlfriend after 103 days. Um, Whoa, you, can, okay. you can say, I love you at 144 days. What if Ooh. I, what if I do it at 143? That's stupid. Like there's a limit of when I get to say, I love you. Like, don't say that too early and don't say it too late. I know it's so dumb. Um, another funny one here, um, reveal an imperfection and the, the graphic is like a cigarette. So, (laughs) but you should, so only reveal, seriously, reveal your imperfection after 173 days. So trap their ass first and then reveal to them after six months that 
I mean, You're if I've been wearing makeup this long, then maybe I can hide like my smoking habit that long into um, just douse myself in perfume. That's stupid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so then some other ones. So within a year, you should be leaving a toothbrush at their house and they should give you a drawer in their home for your things. So I guess at this stage, you're sleeping over then if you've got a toothbrush and a drawer. You should go away on a vacation together after about Ooh, nine months, it says. At 298 days, you can go on holiday. That's one of the 45 milestones. And then have a conversation about the future. One year in. One year in? Yeah. I love that. 364 days later. Hey, babe, how do you feel about kids? <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? I'm like... Like I'm thinking as we're going to think about how I would rearrange this sexy stuff's well, going to happen sooner. So is that conversation about the future. You know? Yeah. I know I lied to you for a hundred and something days about smoking, but now I think it's a really important time to talk about our future. We yeah. built that trust back up. I know you just gave me a drawer um, because it's been, you know, like 200 days, but really we should talk about the future now. So then you're meant to get engaged at 743 days, which how many years is that? Just two, a couple years, just over two years. Oh no. I'm sorry. I didn't realize there'd be math. I think that's 720, 730 is two years. How many days did you say? 743. So a couple of years. I guess. Okay. Two years. <laughs> we'll say two Go. years, two years. You can get engaged. Um, 813 days so a year and a bit later you can get a pet you can get a home together i'm not i'm not allowed to get a pet until we're engaged no you have to be together for 813 days exactly then you can get a fucking cat or whatever you wouldn't get a cat you get a bird well only like a rescue and it would have to have like a really big cage a rescue bird something i think about like a lot (laughs) is rescuing a bird (laughs) I've gone allergic to them. You know that stupid trend going around right now where it's like asking men how often they think about the Roman Empire? What? No. I know something before you. What? (laughs) Unless this is a really old trend. There's like this thing where people go up to like their partner and they're like, babe, how often do you think of the Roman Empire? And they're filming them. And then the guy goes every day, uh, once a week, every month. I don't know. That's my male Mm -hmm. voice. And it's this whole thing where people are finding out apparently men think about the Roman Empire quite frequently. I don't know. It's like maybe it's like that thing where guys think about sex every four seconds or whatever they say. Oh. I think that's a myth. But you know what I'm talking about. Anyways, I think about what it would be like to adopt a bird, I guess, as frequently as men think about Think about the Roman Empire. I'm gonna I'm gonna test this theory really quick. Handsome. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? He says not very often. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> he's broken. The fella, or handsome. we're gonna have to have we're gonna have to have a conversation. <laughs> he said he says I- I'd say rarely. <laughs> Does he know what Trent I'm talking about? No, I don't think so. I I don't I don't really. I'll look it up. I'll this is up. a little black book all over again. Oh no, no. The number of people that messaged me when they were listening to my error in that episode about 
Little Black Book and What's Your Number. I was confusing those two movies. The number of people that messaged me to say they were screaming inside. Um, yeah. Because they knew and I didn't. And I was so confidently giving you just the wrong information. <laughs> uh, that is concerning. Apologies again. And thank you to everybody for bearing with me on that one. <laughs> Okay, well, we also did a poll after that episode of being like, do you know what this little black book movie is? And then we asked people, you know, the answer. And one of the things was Kat has no idea what she's talking about. And I think 50% of people answered that. <laughs> so offended because I did know what I was talking about. So that makes me feel you. a little bit better though. Yeah. Thank you, faithful listeners. Yes. Okay, anyway, so then you can buy a house together after 1,033 days. So it's like three years. You can get married after four years. And then you have a child after 1.4K days. What's up with 1.4 showing up in our lives? 1,422 days you have a child. So that's like after, uh, just as over four years. I don't know. But yeah, so that's the Match.com dating journey milestones. I think they're a little bit crazy. I think they're a little ridiculous. That's dumb. How is how, is Match.com even around anymore? Like, who's running that company? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But maybe, maybe we'll post. We'll share this um, this lovely flowchart uh, on our Instagram, and then everyone can check it out. Um, yeah, and we'll show. I think it's we'll, very funny. We'll share that um, article as well about the forty five milestones as well. So, yeah, this the stats about um, the spike in. Engagements. But I mean, I do think there's a lot of merit to those milestones because mm-hmm. it's it's like, for example, the one of the things is everyone's always says, you don't know your partner until you go on a trip with them, you know, yeah. and then you see the true colors of them. So I think that makes sense. And then like, you know, if you go to a concert or you go to a sporting event, I mean, you might see a different side of people. I remember we, I don't think you were there actually. I was gonna be like, we went to a sporting event. You weren't there. Uh, a group of friends, we went to a lacrosse game and I was like screaming and yelling and so into it. And I remember some of our friends sitting there were just went, who is this person? <laughs> what so, is happening here? <laughs> maybe it's important uh, to see to see that side of someone. I like yeah. to think it was a fun side of me, but it was a yeah. little more aggressive, a little louder. What other milestones would be if you made kind of your own kind of short list of dating milestones what other things Um, would be on there i mean obvious things of meeting each other's friends meeting each mm -hmm. other's family Mm -hmm. i don't know like have you developed pet names or inside jokes is that maybe like the quirks about each other i think i think probably yeah Uh, people put a lot of emphasis on like the first argument uh, which I yeah. think is important because you kind of see how each other's deals with things and you mm-hmm. learn about that. Like agreed. I personally, if I'm mad about a situation, I usually don't really want to address that situation in the moment. Um, I like, I want to be cognizant mm-hmm. that I'm not saying something hurtful or whatever. And I usually need time to go decompress and Mm -hmm. settle down and then come back to the situation which isn't what some people want to do they just want to they can't sit with that uh so i think that's a huge one to understanding how each other resolves an argument probably a holiday like are you spending a christmas together um that's a big one buying a buying a car together yeah i i think i i think like a big purchase a house a car a a, a purebred 
labradoodle or something like whatever yeah um honestly yeah, i think buying, that's a big one buying an animal with somebody that one scares the shit out of me because like you can buy a house and break up and then be like okay we're selling the house and splitting the equity but who the fuck gets the animal like yeah i would be like that is that is my dog that is my turtle <laughs> we're gonna have joint custody over our rescue bird okay no like that's the point is I wouldn't share that. <laughs> you wouldn't want to. Yeah, fair. I think for me, a milestone is going to the grocery store together. Are they a raisin brand person or are they a Count Chocula <laughs> person? You got to know this early on. Do they There's make only- a pit stop at the candy aisle? How many cans of Dr. Pepper is too many cans of Dr. Pepper? Like you just need to kind of get on the same page on these things. I think that's really important. You got to have the right snacks. How many people are out there drinking Dr. Pepper, buddy? Is that uh, me? What? What? Me? I, okay. I'm obsessed with Dr. Pepper. The doctor and I are in a very serious long-term relationship. I don't remember the last time I drank Dr. Pepper. What? I love it. I have always loved it. Is that a is that a Canadian drink or is that cross no. borders? No, the world should have Dr. Pepper. Yeah, but you're saying that, but you don't actually know if you can find it in America. I think you it's a Pepsi product. Like, for sure you can. For sure you, you have Dr. Pepper in the U.S. I mean, I, again, this could be an example of me saying something very confidently and being completely wrong. I'm going to say I'm like 98% sure that you can get Dr. P in the States. Dr. P. Okay. It's delicious. Oh. It's so good. Another thing I want to say about milestones, we can move on from my soda addiction. I kind of hate that. And I guess this this flow chart is called dating journey milestones. But like, what about after you're married? Like, why is it like get married, have a baby, and then there's no other goals, no other milestones, no other like things you should like aspire to? Or it's like, oh, once you've done marriage and kids, there's nothing else for you. It's like as a couple, it's like, I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, man. Hollywood has written so many movies about that of like, you know, you become an empty nester and then it's like, what does that couple do? And then they mm-hmm. go through those lulls and then they travel the world. So that's a really good point. And it, yeah. again, it doesn't have to be like you're an empty nester, but yeah, you can do things like, well, I don't know what I travel would be a really big one for me to make mm-hmm. sure that those milestones happen or. Yeah. Or like, I guess like retirement is, I guess, a milestone. Keeping your children alive, I guess, is just kind of becomes like the overarching goal for like 18 plus years after you have kids, I guess. Yeah, man. And if you've rescued a parrot, then that thing's with you for a while. That is a commitment for however long parrots stay alive. I'm not sure what the life expectancy is. That thing is there for your like diamond or jubilee anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what also is like an underrated milestone probably is- Paying off like your debt or your mortgage. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fin- you, achieving financial freedom. You buy that house and then you 25, 30 years later, you pay off your mortgage. I think sure. that is a massive milestone. And that's really just for anybody. But if it is a relationship yeah. and you have it, that's mm-hmm. a really big one. Yeah. Even like a, a big project, like renovating a house even yeah. or a- attempting DIY. I feel like that tests people. I know a number of couples who have done some house renovations in the last few years. And my one friend, I remember she was talking about their house renovation and just how she said it. She was like, 
oh that was floor week that was a bad (laughs) week for us (laughs) yeah that might honestly renovations may be the ultimate test to a couple like forget about going on holiday renovate something together yeah what happens yeah seriously yeah if you're out there in the ether listening and you've got different ideas about relationship milestones or tests uh that maybe you and your partner have have gone through or or that you think are important send us a voice note or a dm on instagram we'd love to hear from you yeah so homework i'm gonna eat a bunch of popsicles and review them wait what the fuck is your homework i was really hoping you wouldn't notice that i don't have actual homework you should be watching some of my rom-com recommendations because so far you've not done that okay have you watched any of mine no oh that's all the time we have for today uh (laughs) all right so we're gonna watch some rom-coms we'll share those on instagram or something of what we're watching and maybe we'll Mm -hmm. do some ratings although i did look up the little black book on rotten tomatoes but i accidentally looked up black book and i think it was like 80 percent. and i was like oh great and then i realized i was looking up like a horror movie so then i looked up the little black book with Brittany murphy and the palm pilot and i think it came up as 22 (laughs) percent wow oh yeah (laughs) then let's make our other part of our homework is that we in some of the future episodes here we want people to send us some of their stories about dating and how Mm -hmm. they met and advice there um and we're starting to build a little catalog of ask us anything dating advice we did um episode eight and episode nine was based around our male listeners messages us in and Mm -hmm. Since then, people have messaged in saying they want, um, for some bizarre reason, Allie and I to give advice on dating. Yikes, <laughs> you guys. Yikes. Have, have you guys actually listened to this podcast? Yeah. Um, have you but, met us? Yeah. So start sending us in that information and Allie's homework will be sending out some good juju into the world. So that happens. Yeah. I'm going to send out good um, podcast participation vibes. And then to anyone listening, and then I'm going to send some good tonsil vibes over to you, Kat. Love it. Thanks. For your prestige later this week. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I hope I come back with some like sexy Phoebe Buffet smelly cat voice. Smelly cat. Smelly cat. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oral star star in a horn, maybe one of those two things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. One of the two. Let's wrap this. Let's wrap yeah, this. this is this per usual. This is just way off the fucking rails, but that's okay. I'm not mad about it. Thanks for listening. Until next Wednesday. Catch you next Wednesday. Bye. Follow us on Instagram at the Wednesday Girls Pod and find us online at thewednesdaygirls.com. Like and subscribe wherever you listen for new episodes every Wednesday.